Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. Yo, what's up? What's up? You know, I meant to tell you how great that intro is. It's, it, I think Every it's time. a pretty good intro. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. We, uh, I had a friend, no, nah, not really, it wasn't really a friend, like an acquaintance, you know, those people. We're not you, friends with them. <laughs> those people you just like go, you see in past and you're like, oh, hey, yeah. what's up? How you been? Yeah. Someone, someone helped me, um, type that out. Yeah. So. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them. You know um, who you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, well, it's been, we've done three episodes, we're our third episode in four weeks. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, considering my past year track record, I, that's pretty good. It's really good. It's a pretty good start. So, we're bringing it at you. Um. Bringing in the heat. Bringing in the heat. Um, not much has happened in the past week. I'm trying to think. Um, probably not for me either. No, I, gosh, it's just been so hot here. <laughs> I feel like every time, every time I talk to someone, it's like, oh my god, it's so hot. It's so hot. It's just what we talk about. It really, it really is. I mean, it's just oppressive. I have not been outside since 8 a.m. Like, I would like to go outside, but I don't want to. No, it's not an enjoyable experience. It's not enjoyable. It's miserable. really, really bad today. It's bad. I think last time I looked, it felt like 100. I saw 97 earlier. Yes, that's what it says yeah. right now. Yeah. And I feel like I can't complain because it's not even humid. It's just really, really hot. Yeah, it's not even 50% humidity. No. It's just a hot day. It's just a hot but one. That's that's the summer in the South. It is. Um, I was listening to this other podcast, um, and they were talking about people who are going um, splunking or, like, cave diving. Oh, and I was just, I was getting anxiety. Yeah. It's, they, they were, it was like horror stories. And you'll love this one because I know you love insects. Oh, right. They I were, do. this group was in uh, the Carlsbad Caverns in California. Mm-hmm. And they were crawling, they were crawling on their bellies through this like cave. And one of, one of the team members looks up and covering the ceiling of the cave were all these spiders with egg sacs. Eric. And Eric. luckily one of the people in the group had like studied spiders before. Guess what kind of spiders they were? Enlighten me. Brown recluse. Hundreds of them covering the ceiling with egg sacs. It was like a, a, a layer for spiders. Yeah. Ew. And so they like, they hauled ass out of there. Because, you know, I don't, I don't know how many people know about brown recluses, but if you get bitten by one of those, your skin starts to, like, necro- like they call it uh, necrosis. Yeah. It, like, starts to die, and you, like, go into, like, toxic shock or something like well, that. Well, a couple things to say about that. One, <laughs> I feel weird now because of that picture. I know, It's right? in my head. Also, why would you ever... They are called that for a reason what the caverns no like oh. recluse like, oh recluse yeah why would you go in there <laughs> well they didn't know it was a lair like Still. it just it just happened to be a spider lair that's just yeah anyway well yeah none of that for me no I'm um good. yeah wow 
I'm good. I think I want to talk about things that may or may not exist. But you're agreed. Um, just not insects. Just not insects. <laughs> so, um, so going off of last week's episode, if you listened, we were talking about the Minahuni or the Minahune. I don't quite know how it's pronounced phonetically, but one of the two, <laughs> I hope. Um, and these are mythical, supposedly. There might be more to it, though. Um, they're mythical Hawaiian beings, and we're just gonna basically. I got some. I got a couple like eyewitness accounts supposedly, and then Aaron's gonna go into more of uh, descriptions of them and and folklore type stuff. Right on. Sh- right on. Shall I take it away? You got it. Okay. So. These little guys we're about to talk about today. Little little picture for everyone. Picture two feet tall. <laughs> so so short. Very short. Some have been said to be able to fit in the palm of your hand. Wow. Um tiny. Yeah. Very um what's the word? Advanced craftsmen, builders, um, there's many different structures that we'll go into in Hawaii that have been said to be built by these little little creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people that talk about this think, they obviously think it's a myth and that it's being created in order to explain some unknown, as we see a lot, phenomenon or structure or what have you. But... Um, they think, so these people are said to be like hidden away in like the far like inlet areas of these Hawaiian islands. And they say that this happened mainly because when the first Polynesians arrived, they found like these dams and like roads that they're obviously like, well, where did these come from? Like we're here and no one's been here. So like what? So they're, they're attributing these things to these Minahune people. So Apparently, when these Polynesians settled in Hawaii, they kind of scared these guys off into, like, the depths of the Hawaiian Islands. And so that's where they supposedly lurk now and live. And um, when they are bothered, they immediately halt all work, all building on anything. And so, for this reason, it's hard to find out if they actually exist. But, you know... I think it's a good explanation. Some of these pictures that they show are like rock walls. One was said to be like mm-hmm. 270 yards, five feet tall. Yeah. And like built through the middle of this like fish pond river thing. So yeah. it's just really interesting. Um, yeah, it said it was to create a dam across the portion of the river. Um, so there's an island... Uh, part of the Hawaiian Islands, I believe. Yeah, Northwestern, called Necker Island. Yes. So if you look this island up, it is like, <coughs> excuse me, super small. Mm-hmm. And apparently this island was a ceremonial and religious site for these guys. <coughs> God. Jeez. You okay just, there? too exciting. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, so this is where they're saying these people settled after being chased by, like, the Polynesians. They had to escape somewhere. Um, 
And this island has a ton of really interesting, it says 52 um, archaeological sites that are here and like no one knows where they came from. Mm. Like they're just really interesting and it's not an island that you would go to. Like you can look it up and it's really no interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just really interesting. And I mean, we see these type of things all over the world, I guess. Like we've talked about them on here. You've talked about them. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no explanation for really how they got there. Just they were kind of advanced ahead of their time, as in, like, why you would build that. But there's a lot of good evidence to support these people. The problem is, is there's never been any physical, like, body this size found. So have it as you wish. Um, So I guess this is a good time to mention this. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this was in the articles that – you pulled up but um there was a i think it was a tooth no it was a skull and had some tooth fragments found in um found in the islands off of uh where was that it was in uh the island of flores which is in indonesia and it's it's the Homo Homo Florensiensis. Mm-hmm. Flor yeah, I think I spelled that right. Homo Florensiensis, and it was basically nicknamed the Hobbit, and the bones date back to one hundred ninety thousand mm-hmm. years ago. So there's some speculation yeah. that the origin of this of this myth could have began with these actual small humanoids. Interesting. Yeah. Three three feet, six tall, weighed about six yeah. to six pounds. So Probably. Somewhere in there. Could be a yeah, yeah, could be a starting point. So this is interesting too, when you think about how these like myths get started. Yep. Um so in this particular article it says this one folklorist believes that legends of the Minahune are a post-European contact mythology um, created by an adaptation of the term Manahune, which at the time that these islands were settled had a meaning of lowly people people or low social status. Yes, I heard that. So, and it's not talking about their stature. Their height, it's about their, yeah, yeah, or their physical their appearance. Society. So that's interesting. Um yeah, so it's just, you know, maybe it got a little lost in translation. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, I mean, like, maybe it's a combination of the loss in translation and the actual archaeological right. evidence that there was a small humanoid mm-hmm. existing in, in and around Polynesia. Yeah. And uh, Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I'm sure this came up in most of the articles you found too, but in 1820, there was an official count of 65 people who were said to be... Was this like the census that the Hawaiian chief took? Yeah. Yeah. And they were living um, on the island of Kauai in Wahaina Valley, if that's Mm -hmm. how you say it, which I also Googled. Yeah. um, And DuckDuckGoad, sorry. Yep. And um, it's just like just greenery and then just this like little like it's literally a valley yeah. like the mountains are super tall but it's like if they were in there you wouldn't really you're not find finding them. them yeah yeah so really interesting huh. um and they these same scholars that have you know dug into the census stuff and all of that think that 
these Menahune could have came from Marquesas, Marquesas, Marquesas Islands, yeah. yeah. In the uh, where was it again? The islands. Indonesia. They were like, maybe. That's where this. That's where the. Um, that's where the island of Flores, where okay, the, where the uh, bones I mentioned earlier were from. They were from the Marquesas. Okay, then yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So this again, like, kind of follows like what they said. Like they got there from those. I they came from those really, and they are tiny islands. They're very small. Like yeah, craziness. Yeah. Um, and then they were followed by settlers from Tahiti, and then got scared off and whatnot. So. There's also these legends. Uh, about um, about these small about like small like pygmy type people mm-hmm. fighting off giant cranes that were trying to feed on the, them the small people yeah oh my goodness yeah and like these battles there's even like there's even like paintings in um, on pottery and stuff of these little guys fighting off some sort of large bird <laughs> that sounds wild. horrifying yeah, it does like sound actually horrifying. sound horrifying Can you imagine just a giant bird like no you and you the, were like two feet tall yeah exactly like have you seen the claws on eagles yes like that would rip your head off yeah. you know yeah that's terrifying yeah i know right um this is just a little side fun fact but yeah when i was in hawaii uh the people i was with one of my friends and then her family, but, uh, the, uh, and I, I, uh, came into the fear of this while I was there. I was not afraid prior. Yeah. But while we were there, speaking of birds, there are a lot of birds. Yes. In Hawaii. And it is just not okay. Like we were eating dinner, <laughs> early dinner, and I didn't know that just chickens roamed around. Just free range. Just, like, and they look, they come up right at your ankles and look like they're going to peck at you. <laughs> And then just walk away, and they're terrifying. And then, like, every time a bird would fly anywhere near the mom, she would, like, freak out. And then I was, like, I was freaking out. And it was just, it was a horrible experience. So if this did happen to these people, I feel for them because a little bird scared me. So what are you going to do? But so these, these guys were said to enjoy singing, dancing, cliff jumping, uh, they were good at archery, mm. very very skilled, Mini- and knew how to have a good have a good time. Miniature bows. Yes, mini- yeah. little yep. Yeah. And a little uh, folklore is that if you're in Hawaii and you hear splashing in the middle of the night, it's them jumping off the cliffs. Oh wow! Okay. So really fun. Yeah, I heard I heard one account of a woman who was just like watching. T- oh, she no, she had a song on. Mm-hmm her uh whatever record player or whatever it was and it was a beatles song and she heard this like humming outside her window and she i can't remember if she like saw something on a tree branch or like the tree branch snapped or something but after the song was over it like stopped wow and she thought it was the minahune they just want to they just want to join in yeah sounds like you're there for a good time i agree but I love it. I think it's great. I'm I'm all in for this. It's kind of like um, 
Kind of like, they're kind of like leprechauns, honestly. I agree. They, I feel like they're just. They're very leprechaun. They've been there forever. They're gonna be there when we're gone. Yeah. And <laughs> they are very leprechauny. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I found some firsthand accounts apparently of people who have encountered these guys. Okay. Let's hear it. And okay. So there are alleged basically the articles saying that I'm, there is a lot of mythology to these guys, but there have been some alleged accounts of these beings. And one of the most well-known sightings is made by a group of 40 school children and their teacher, George London, in the 1940s near Waimea Parish. And according to this report, the group spotted several of the creatures jumping around in some trees near the property. And when they realized they were being watched, the beings silently dispersed into the wilderness. And although no sign... Of like basically saying that like they were by the wilderness but there was no sign of like ways they could have gotten into the wilderness like no big openings or anything right or caves and but they just kind of like disappeared hmm yeah um another report um that was so for those of you who don't know this this um was on Coast to Coast AM in 2006. Um, Coast to Coast is like one of the most famous um, paranormal radio shows in the world, if not the most famous. Um, and this described an encounter a woman had with the creatures when a group of 20 of them passed in front of her car as she was driving on a remote road. Three feet tall, these guys were, and each covered in slightly different colored hair. The woman claimed to have actually hit one of the creatures and later found that there was a dent in her car and reddish hair left behind, but that, she, but that ironically enough, she no longer had the hair for any analysis. Classic. In yet another report, a man known as Arnold claimed that he had been relaxing on the beach with friends on a dark night around 11 p.m. when the bushes began to shake violently. The group of friends then dashed towards their car and noticed that a group of, quote-unquote, little wild people were running across the road towards them before driving off. Before the people drove off. Um, and then it goes into this um, uh, Homo forensiensis mm -hmm. that we... Uh, Mentioned previously, the on skull. The, yeah, on the Isle of uh, Island of Flores. Um, this says uh, there are Pacific. There are several Pacific islands where there are long traditions of sighting miniature hairy wild men. So it's not just Hawaii. Um, there apparently there's also um, something more similar to a Bigfoot in Hawaii. Okay. In 1973, a 35-year-old man named Rob Carlson reported that he had a frightening encounter while out fishing for catfish um, in Whitmore Village by the uh, Wakiawa Mountains. Nailed it. According to the account, the two had just finished setting up some catfish traps and were preparing to go home for the night when they heard 
otherworldly howl blast forth from the surrounding wilderness. At first they thought it was a joke being played on them by their friends, but as the wailing intensified, they pulled ass out of there. As the two friends ran down the hill along a trail, they reached a curve in a path, and it was then that the source of the alien howl made itself known. A, a seven to eight foot tall hairy female creature, naked except for a cloth around its waist, lumbered into view. And this is what Carlson said. He said, I tell you, his accounts is a he, but the article says a she. Well, Anyhow. <laughs> neither here nor there. They couldn't tell. I mean, had a, had a loincloth on, so. I tell you, he was coming right for us, so we turned and ran back to the river as he stumbled down the side of the embankment, a giant woman stepped out from behind a tree. She must have been at least seven feet tall. So, wow. Big woman. Big lady. Um, also, those mountains were in the same valley that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. So. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Same area. Same area. Um, they reportedly made their way home where they were unable to sleep. Understandable. You know, me too. When they awoke the next morning, they allegedly went back to where they had the encounter and, you know, to retrieve their catfish traps. They were able to find a series of massive tracks that measured 20 inches long. So, I mean... Yep. Pretty pretty substantial. It was then they swore to never go fishing. There again, probably good. Yep. And, yeah, it's, um, you know, typical Bigfoot. Um... Typical Bigfoot encounter. Yeah. Um, another account about a so-called Bigfoot um, was from a teacher in the Makakilo area relayed a tale of an enormous hairy creature known to the locals as Ikanaka. There you go. There we go. The creature was said to prowl the vicinity of... Um, of an isolated rural two-lane road that um, went through some pineapple plantations. Same area. Same area. Same area as the previous story. It says the giant ape-like beast was said to be around eight feet tall and covered with shaggy hair. Um, one startled driver claimed that a large man-like hairy beast had lurched from the underbrush to smash into their car and nearly send it tumble- tumbling over the end. So, the end of the road, but... Huh. So, sounds kind of aggressive. Yeah. No. It is. Um, there was another weird... There's also some stories about giant lizards, 30 feet long, and crazy stuff like that. But there was one, um... There was one weird encounter that I wanted to, uh... So, this is from, uh... This is some sort of water-dwelling being... That was mentioned in an 1875 publication called The Islander. Um, It was written of a mysterious race of terrifying creatures called the Moo or the Mu. It's like one of those U's with the line over the top. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure what language it is, so I don't know what what emphasis it is. But um, it says they were described as a sort of mixture between a water imp and a vampire. (laughs) With long, ratty hair and immense, toothless mouths, while protruding lips that extended from ear to ear. 
That sounds disgusting. That's... Um, they were said to lurk within dark subterranean caves that opened up into the water from which they would slink forth at night to go up on banks and pull victims into the water whose blood they were said to drink. So, But with a mouth that big. That's fun. Um, this is apparently a description uh, a man gave. His name's George, George Thrum. It says, having overpowered their prey by numbers, they drag it into the water and plunge it down into the dismal den, where, without waiting for the extinction of life, the impish horde eagerly collect and scores at a time, applying their hideous lips to every part of the body. They greedily quaff long droughts of sanguinous fluid, the horrid banquet only terminating with a complete dissection of the subject. We were talking just the other, I think it was last week, about 1800s writing oh. and how it's so dramatic. I think I knew about four words oh my in that God. encounter. It's just so unnecessary. The horrid banquet only terminating. So the like, the encounter, only yeah. ending. <laughs> the with, bad experience, really. With the subject being killed, yeah, basically. That's it, that's it. Um, so either way, in yeah. old English or just, uh, man, just excessive. George, that George guy had to have a terrible time. Yeah, I don't know where he experienced wow. that. I just, I think of these islands a lot like I think of, um, like outer space. Like, I don't really, I don't really want to go. Uh, well, I mean, the ocean is just, we've. I don't know if we've mentioned this on... Well, I've mentioned it on here. I don't know if I mentioned it with you, but the ocean is just a awful place. It is. Like, we don't even know anything about the ocean. No. We know so little about the ocean. All I remember, and I don't even know what this is from, when I was, like, a little, little kid, was yeah. this, like, creature in, like, the bottom of the ocean that had a light on its top of its head. Oh, yeah, the fish from Finding Nemo. Was it? Yeah, I remember uh, they... Oh yeah, they're they're escaping the sharks and they uh, that was they're it. in the goggles. Yes, yeah, that have the uh, yes that have the address. Yeah, actually, yeah. we were just watching the. There's a new Nef, uh not Netflix, Disney um, movie called Luca. Okay. Um, it's about uh, it's about like mermen, mer families that. They're able to like go up on land, so they're like able. They're obviously have sca scales, but they're able to go up on land and uh -huh. like, turn into humans and like interact. They call them sea monsters. They don't call oh. them. But anyway, um, one of the family members is one of those fish. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are just. Those like still scare me. Like it's so vividly ingrained in my memory, and I I don't really know why. Yeah, I don't know. But I saw a picture of one of them washed up on a beach. Ew. And it was nasty. Yeah. Pretty drafty. Man. So. Um. I saw where they, uh, the show Finding Bigfoot, uh, which I don't even know if they continue to make episodes. I don't know either. Um. I think they do. I think they do because I think, you know, I would still watch it if I paid attention. But went to Hawaii to like, look for the Hawaiian Bigfoot. Oh, really? 
But I think they ended up just finding, like, not finding, but hearing stories of, like, little people. Yeah. Instead of, like, what they were actually trying to find. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, the whole, um, the the Polynesian cultures, um, they had very advanced, like, sailing techniques. Mm -hmm. Like, I know we, we, I think popular culture likes to think of our... Our ancestors as like, not our not our like you and mine, but mm-hmm. like in general, human ancestors as being like not advanced or very dumb, right? But like that's not true at all. That's just I feel yeah I feel like that's very ignorant to believe. Very yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah. They were they were smart. I mean, granted, there were some. There were some, I yeah. Mean, I think I'm pretty sure, like, uh, not Columbus, but um, uh, the dude that uh, dude that sailed around the world. He didn't make it, but um, sailed around the world. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll hopefully I remember his name, but he I know they encountered like cannibal tribes. Oh yeah. Yeah, and same with like explorers that went into Africa. Like British explorers, yeah. they um, they encountered like cannibal tribes. So, not everybody was advanced, but right. But they were out there. They, I mean, yeah. Just like there's idiots that live there, live out in the world today, mm-hmm. and there are also Elon Musk. Yep, <laughs> there is. I saw a picture of him the other day, and he just looks like a lot older. He's like almost fifty, I like, think. I don't know why, like, all of a sudden, I was just like, dang, he looks like yeah. he's up there. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I guess I didn't know how old he was. So, do you know the Hawaiian goddess, like, of volcanoes? Mm. Have you heard of her? Is it the Pele? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she loves, much like myself, yeah. Jin. She loves Jin. Jin. Wow, uh-huh. I didn't know that was a Hawaiian spirit. Me neither. <laughs> but, uh... It's a Nashville spirit, yes, and apparently is. she loves it as well. Yeah. So if I ever meet her, yeah, they said to bring her an offering. Oh, on it. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Just thought that was interesting. I was reading about her a little bit. Yeah. Sounds up. I mean, I would like to be a goddess of a volcano, if I um, was going to be one. Very impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Um... Like that's a big. Uh, position like <laughs> that's a big it's a big task especially when all of your islands are because of like volcanoes you. yeah they're all just like tips of mountains yeah yeah that's like cool. bring on the gin is all i'm saying bring on if the i gin. was her yeah yeah i was listening to another another story about a woman that was going to she was going to hawaii to look for the Minamune. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's also why I wanted to do something on it because I had listened to something uh-huh. previous on a different podcast. So, um, well, it sounds like there's something to it. I think it's a mix of um, folklore and obviously there there were like we have archaeological evidence of small humanoid mm-hmm. ancient humans. 190,000 years ago, Homo forensiensis. So, I'm probably butchering that. <laughs> they, well, that's okay. Well, they take, like, the name of where it was found, 
Flores. Oh. And they do Homo Floresiensis, uh-huh. and then the tag whatever that end part is. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the location and yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Well, yesterday, uh, I guess it was National like Shark Awareness Day or something. It is Shark Week. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up or whatever. So, and they were like. I follow this account. They do like ocean, uh, like tracking sharks and yeah. preserving them or whatever. And they were going around to like all the people on the boat and like getting them to pronounce the scientific name oh, for shark. <laughs> and I was like, or we can just call it shark. Or we can just call it shark. Like, and they would laugh every time they say it because it's like so difficult. The thing about those Latin words is no one speaks Latin anymore. No. So it, only the people that are like scientific know yeah. the, the phrase. And I mean, they're, for every single living thing, oh, yeah. they know like what it's called. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's wild too. Everything is classified. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I love it. I think it's super interesting. Um, I mean, they don't sound bad. No, not at all. They don't sound malevolent. I think it's a very it's a very pleasant topic. Seems like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They seem chill. The Hawaiian Bigfoot, I would love to know more about. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as we know, there's Bigfoot everywhere. All of literally, there's stories everywhere, all over the world. So, um, one can only imagine. Um, but yeah, I mean, they don't. They sound chill. They sound like they're just there for a good time. Yeah. Which I imagine, if I lived in Hawaii, I'd probably be there for a good time too. If I lived in Hawaii unbothered, yeah, it would be a good time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything else? That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a few stories, nothing yeah. nothing too long. Well, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, um, and we'll try to do it every week. I know you got some commitments coming up. I do. Yeah. Uh, send prayers. Yes. Long. It'll be a long, uh, long trek. Yes, a long, a long few months <laughs> until the end of the journey for yeah. me. But. It's about the journey. It is about the journey. Never the destination. You gotta trust the process. Yep. Um, so we'll, I mean, I think with been plan ahead, we can shoot for every every week. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, um, and you can find me on Instagram. You Instagram, can. I just got an Instagram, uh, World We Live In Podcast, and you can email me at world we live in podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at world we live pod that's world we live pod someone had the other full well, thing that's, so i was like okay that's we'll just, annoying we'll just shorten it yeah we gotta be adaptable yeah so world we live pod there and yeah that's it yeah tell us if you like it yep rate and review on itunes um follow us on spotify and so you get notifications on when a new episode comes out and other than that i think we're good yeah okay thank you guys for listening and we'll see you later